Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. We're glad that you've tuned in. A few things we wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show, and that's this podcast was created to be a tool to help you, primarily to discover and grow your EQ. Science and our own lived experiences confirm that the better we are at managing our emotions, the better we're going to be at making decisions, which leads to a better life. And that's something we all want. We're glad that you've taken out the time today to listen and hope that something that you hear will lead to a breakthrough. Hey, one last thing. We'd really appreciate a review on whichever platform you use to listen. And if you want to, leave some comments about what you heard today, as well as follow and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode as we continue this journey. And with that, the show begins. Jeff, welcome. Good to see you. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to everyone out there in the audience. And today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, owning your history. And boy, does that ever make me think about all the implications of my history. <laughs> because, you know, there's this old saying, Jeff, that, you know, we make our choices and then they make us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I'm not sure I want to own that. Um so let, let's dive right in. You know, the idea of owning your history, um, certainly you have to kind of look at it through the vantage or, or through the lens of where am I at today? Yeah, when there, there's somebody that we both know, uh, Lynette Vave, one of the, mm-hmm. our partners, which I've known her a lot longer than just Spirit of EQ stuff. Yep. And she always talked about how she's embraced her history because it got her to where she is. And that you need to to honor that history. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Well, as most people, we all have this somewhat of, at least I'll speak for myself, it's the mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. The stuff you love, the stuff you hated, the stuff you regret, the stuff you are happy about and in between. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we really need to spend a lot of time talking about owning the history of when we succeeded fabulously it seems most people are going to go to where i failed where it didn't go the way i wanted i think it, it's important to remember those good things because there's learnings and and inspiration from those but unfortunately i think we're trained or it's natural for us to go to those the darker places mm-hmm. where things didn't go our way right right so so in light of that, just to get your thought, um, so when we talk about sort of the history uh, of the successful things, and, mm-hmm. and Jeff, we've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast, that it's not just, we're not talking about car, house, titles, fame, and fortune mm-hmm. as far as success. It's defined by the individual. So when we look back on our successes as we define them, what are some of the things that you would say, what could you learn from that? You can learn from it um, if there's something that you worked for mm-hmm. um, to to learn a new skill, to to get you know to get to a job you like, not because of the money that it may be, but it's what you wanted to do. Right. Um, any of those kind of things, learning a new skill, um, well, that that's okay. You you hit on something really good there. It just got me thinking about okay, you know, should we chronicle these kind of things? 
I mean, when we're when we're owning our history, do you think it's important that we pull out the pad and the pen and and start? Okay, yeah, and you know, 2011, I blah 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 blah. You know, I, I hadn't thought about that, but I think that that could be very useful because that way they don't get overshadowed by everything else, and and you you can be reminded of, hey, I I put this hard work in for something, or. This person came to my into my life that inspired me, or came to my life at the the proper time to help me through something. Um, yeah, I think that's important so that we don't forget them. All right, so Jeff, it's interesting that you talk about this because, from a personal perspective, about three and a half years ago, I got a diagnosis. It was a very serious diagnosis, and it ends up that I'm either walking in miracle land or they made a mistake because I don't have that issue anymore. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could probably ask you to let's record an episode on that alone, but here's my point. After I did not get a lot of embrace from the medical community about, wait, what changed? How did this happen? I found myself going, well, what did I learn? That's what I can take from this. So I went and I wrote down. I, I got out my iPad and I just started chronicling. Here are the lessons I've learned in the last three and a half years related to this diagnosis. So things like, you know what? I, I probably wasted some of God's resources. Things like, you know what? It taught me to focus in on living day to day versus, mm-hmm. you know, that future forward, taking it for granted thing. And it was tremendously helpful. And I've gone back to it since, right? More than a few times, just to remind myself, you, you now understand X when before you, you maybe didn't. And that connects here. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so you, you've actually got two of the things we're talking about. You're, you're talking about at the end, which was positive good news, Yep. and it started off with the negative. So you've learned from that. So to your point, because I think many times, and I mean, these quotes can get so worn out on social media, you know, the idea about, well, you don't learn anything from good times, only difficult times, mm-hmm. blah, 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 which... I'm glad that you have kind of sort of put those together and said, well, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of whether or not, quite frankly, you're willing to or you're intentional enough to, mm-hmm. right? So what other things do you think relate to the positive experience? Because I don't want to let that go. I, I don't want to just say, well, we did that, and now let's talk about the, you know, you know, the not I, so. When you, when you look back at those positive things, there's there's going to be – you know, we talked about it with emotions. Right. If you feel happiness and joy, you're releasing those good chemicals. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a great one. You're going to have that. Um, just the good memories, or in my case, I've I've looked back at somebody and I go, "Wow, I I need to reach out to that person mm-hmm. because they made such an influence on my life." Yeah. Uh, and reconnect, and just by looking at the positive. Um, it can give you hope. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's important. So as we look at the negative experiences, the the ones that someone out there might say, I don't really, I don't want to look, I don't want to revisit that. I don't want to, you know. But it is a part of our history. Mm-hmm. We can't deny that, right? Yeah, it, it's a part of our history. It's there. Um, you can try to forget about it, but. The the scars are still going to stay there. The uh, 
And we don't have to dwell or t- have those things take up residence in our head, right? No, but it's the idea of when you look at those, okay, when, when this happened to me, it's, it's like what you were talking about with your medical diagnosis. When this thing that, you know, was, was pretty uh, life-changing, mm-hmm. you've taken from that habits and thought patterns that have changed how you are today. So that that bad experience you've had has made you different than it, than you were. In this case, you learned from it. Um, Do you think learning is the key thing there? I mean, as far as because I'm thinking, I, and I did have more than one person in my ear that said, you know, you really should, you know, like bang the table, and that's not right, and you guys did this or whatever, and and, and I understand they were well intentioned. Mm-hmm. But I almost think, Jeff, if we don't go to what did I learn, we would have the tendency to go, that was a bad event. I didn't like it, so therefore I don't want to go through it again. Right. You know, and kind of kind of move into that dualistic approach. Yeah, to, to look at it that way, to also look at it from the point of, uh, you know, maybe there wasn't a good outcome from it, but look back and explore, you know, what were you feeling? What were you mm-hmm. thinking? Which is what we're going to get to here in a minute. Yeah. I don't want to go too so, deep into that. But. So here's what's interesting to me. Um, and maybe it's happened to you. Um, it seems invariably it's my wife who, you know, she grew up camping and being outside and, you know, you know, campfires and all that kind of stuff. I was a city kid. It was like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that wasn't on the list. But it's interesting. She'll say to me sometimes, you know, on a very clear night, you know, she'll say, look up and see the stars. And I'll look up and I'll go, I don't see that many stars. And she'll say, look again. And then I'll look up again, Jeff. And I'll like, then I'm in more focused. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like 10 more stars than I looked the first time. Uh I sometimes think about what you just said as like, or I think about what you just said and I go, maybe that's part of it. Maybe at first, response is, I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Let's ask again. You should go there because you could learn a lot. Well, let me look at part of it. Well, what did I, well okay, I, I don't like what happened, but what did I learn from it? Yeah, let, let's say this situation is when you, coworker, friend, whatever, even family, somebody that wronged you or somebody with their attitude, whatever, just right. damaged you, Going back and looking at that can go, wow, that person over there that I'm dealing with now treat is treating me the same way that that person did back then. Mm-hmm. It's a warning flag. It's it's you know the the alarm bells go off and yeah. okay now I see what, I saw what happened when I didn't deal with this in a healthy way. Now I'm going to use my experience hopefully and maybe talk with the person, do something or go, you're out, you know, I don't need you in my life now. So looking at those situations that you got yourself into and, and pay attention to that. So you don't do it again. Yeah. And I think, isn't that the daunting side of living life is that our history will inevitably impact our future. Mm -hmm. Right. Present and future. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a very big 
believer that though a history could be full of trauma and difficulties, it, it is not an automatic that that shapes the future. As in, you're damaged, you're you're you know you you've been hurt. So to think that life would be good, meaningful is is not likely. I think oftentimes why it can happen, and I'll go with my own experience, is I had this unwillingness to want to look at, and in my case, trauma. Mm-hmm. I was unwilling. I, you know, I thought at the time the safest pathway is to stay away from that past event. Mm-hmm. What I learned and what I'm learning that actually the opposite is true is that the closer I get to it, the more I pay attention, the more I'm willing to pause and reflect, there is a healing that comes. And please don't misunderstand me, Jeff and our audience. I am not saying that that makes the person who was the deliverer of the trauma off the hook, okay, and they're not really that bad. I was maybe, no, it's not no. gaslighting. It is, it is no. not at all. It has everything to do with me and how I'm proceeding in life despite that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but. You're, you're talking about, um, in this case, forgiveness, but it's of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think, I mean, I've gotten to a place, and, and I've, I've used this in talks and presentations, is that this is a healthy form of selfishness. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy form of selfishness. It's, it's that, okay, Jeff, you absolutely did me wrong. You lied to me. You stole from me. Fill in the blank, fill in the blank. However, if I do not forgive and if I do not um, address where it hurt me, it's only going to turn on me, mm-hmm. not on you. That's the thing that people don't understand about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the other person. (laughs) That's a hard lesson to learn. Oh, it is, because I think all of us have a certain level or a sense of the need for, for justice. You know, the idea, right, that, well, they did that. And the penalty should be this. Mm -hmm. I'll feel better when they're punished for what they did to me. But the reality is, no, no, you're you're not going to feel better until you, again, let me be careful here. My experience has Mm -hmm. been that I'm not going to be better until I'm willing to go and sit with that trauma, sit with that issue to let's Let's kind of deal and come to a place where I can move forward into, in the world in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So um, how does your history affect your future? I mean, I know we've kind of been touching on that yeah. a bit, but um, I don't know if – I mean, because sometimes I think in our society right now, there's a lot of this autopilot thing going on. Mm-hmm. And, and and I say that in light of that our – as a whole, I don't think our society is very curious, nor is it very reflective. No. So if if you remove curiosity and that reflectiveness, if I can say it that way, then I think you're left to just kind of bouncing 
from one thing to the other, almost like a distraction tool, right? Mm-hmm. It, it keeps your mind busy. Yeah. But in many ways, that's still your history kind of impacting your future, right? Because it's dictating that. Yeah. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Uh-huh. Um, so what other ways do you think that, it, that history does affect our future? Well, I have a, a quote here. A quote, no less. From George Santayana, I think that's how you say his name. Okay. Which I think we've all heard some version of or another, but I think this is the actual quote. Okay. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. So the practical side says to me that if I – I had this experience last night, actually. Uh, if I turn the bolt to the left when I wanted to tighten, I'm not going to get a good result. Right. Lefty, <laughs> is it lefty-loosey, righty-tighty, yes. right? Okay. So to learn from that means whenever you're tightening, you need to go to the right. Whenever you're loosening, you need to go to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the pragmatic uh, part of me that, that leaps out from that quote. Um, but build on that a little bit um, because that quote is very um, – I mean it's a haunting quote. Mm-hmm. It's just once again, if, if, you're, if you forget what's happened to you in the past, mm-hmm. when these things that have damaged you, that have caused you pain – uh, one thing we really haven't talked about too much, things that you have done that damaged other people or caused right. other people pain. Yep. If you don't take the time to really look at those and, and not in a self-loathing or beat yourself up kind of a way, mm-hmm. your chances of doing it again are much, much higher. Just like you said, if when you want to, to remove a bolt, you're probably going to go lefty, loosey, righty, tidy because you learned that. Mm-hmm. But if it's, you know, if it's uh, in a relationship that you had where maybe uh, you ended up being codependent of someone mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever that is, paying attention to that, learning from what you've done, oh man, I'm going down that same road. Let me stop and analyze that a little bit. Is this truly the same thing that happened to me before? If it is, what do I need to do now? Is it a, is it salvageable? Or like I said before, is it, you know, you need to move away from it? You know, it's interesting, Jeff. And um, once again, I think this is probably for another episode because it really could, it could really sidetrack us. But I, I think there is something that probably needs to be addressed about the curiosity and, and the uh, reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just thinking to myself, you're making total sense there. But if I'm not curious and I'm not reflective, uh, what I mean, I'm going to just maybe I'll applaud that great insight, Jeff, but am I going to really be willing to, to examine where maybe I, I maybe – I hurt their feelings, and how do I make sure that I don't do this again? Um, do I have a pattern of, you know, mm-hmm. doing this kind of thing with other people? Mm-hmm. That requires, I mean, obviously courage because mm-hmm. you've got to look at your own right. chinks in your armor, if you will. But you also have to be willing to be curious and reflective. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when I, I'm working with somebody that you know maybe I've done a debrief on them for, for emotional intelligence and the first competency, which we're going to talk a little bit more about it here in a minute, yep. is emotional literacy. So the first thing I ask people to do is now this is very different, a little bit different than what we're talking about. Is okay at at noon, you know. Sit for a minute and, and think about the emotions that you've felt this morning. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with them? What were they telling you? So I think what you're talking about is you need to do that with the stuff that's in the past to be able to actually you know dig into them a little bit. Maybe we can just go ahead and move into that emotional literacy thing. Yeah, because I, I was was going to say that, you know how does EQ help? Um, and and I want to. Stay on for a moment what you just said there, because we can't evaluate the emotions we were feeling at the time that mm-hmm. the issue or the, you know, the break of connection happened, mm-hmm. right? And what we might find in doing that is that we might find that there's some common thread, you know, back to, and I know we're going to talk about recognized patterns too, mm-hmm. but, you know, this idea of, wow, it seems that I hurt people most three seconds after I feel anger or frustration. Right. That's typically what happens. They say something and then, and boom, I'm, I, I just, I, I can't handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know from my own experience, you know, I have a great deal of value. I place a lot of value on respect, mm-hmm. um, respect from my family, respect from friends, me giving respect to other people. I mean, I had even got to a point and, and that's probably what I need to deal with this better is like when I'm running late to an appointment, mm-hmm. um, I have some Jeff who would be like, that's okay. I mean, it's okay if you're five, 10 minutes late. It's no big deal. I'm not mm-hmm. in a hurry. But for me, it's like, it's an ultimate sign of disrespect if I <laughs> am late. Yeah. Right. So we maybe need to write that one off for me to go see a therapist about, <laughs> but my, my point within all this is, um, there is a there is our ability to look back and go, wow, there is that pattern, mm-hmm. right? So with respect, um, I I used to think that any time that I observed it, especially with my family, mm-hmm. I had to call them on it. And in some circles, that's yes, you should. That's good. That's a. But what I've been learning, Jeff, is every hill a hill to die on. <laughs> is every battle a battle? that I need to fight. I mean, I am not a one man army. Right? So and and, and before you go there, okay. let, let me cuz I, I know there may be some of the I think but if you do that people are going to walk all over you. Okay? I totally understand that. And I am not talking about being a doormat. But what I can say is that Jeff, let's say you said something that was disrespectful to me. And it really was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And maybe in hindsight, you we come back later, you go, yeah, that was that was disrespectful. Okay, in the in the moment that you express the disrespect, I don't need to pull out my, you know, my saber and chop your <laughs> ear off or something. I also can go, you know, Jeff, that made me feel disrespected, and until we can have a respectful conversation. I'm going to have to go. Mm-hmm. That's different. Right. Okay. I didn't, I didn't just say, well, you know, Jeff, you know, he probably was right. I'm, I'm, I'm not worth or I did. So 
you know, I don't think I want to say anything to him. He, you know, that's different. That to me, yes, you are allowing another person to just overpower you and dominate you or, <laughs> or whatever. But I'm just saying I've, I've been learning more and more. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to rise up and and call in the you know the the national guard to uh, to to fight. So yeah, go ahead. Well, well, you just made me think of something else. It's kind of funny, but there's somebody that we all know real well. I'm not going to say the name. Uh, I grew up on a dairy farm, and this person always teased me about tipping cows. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And there's two things about that. One, if you grow up on a dairy farm, you're not going to want to do anything with the dairy cows if you didn't have to do it. So you're not going to get up in the middle of the night and go out and try to tip cows over. Right. And two, cows sleep laying down. <laughs> so you're saying it's a myth? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's funny. And, That's and, funny. And, but, and I had a conversation, and now we tease about it. Okay. Yeah. But because I felt that, you know, that's not, that's a, a myth about dairy farmers. Yeah. Yeah. They're busy just tipping cows. So, that's funny. Um, we've, so we can tease about it now. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, okay. So, because I took you down that rabbit hole. Okay. Let's look at the competencies uh, that could help. Um, so, emotional literacy. Um, how, how does that one play in? Just like, you know, to, to look at the emotions that you're feeling today, it's important to, one, recognize the emotion, and two, understand what it's telling you. And I think that is just as important for emotions from from these past experiences, whether they're positive or negative. Both of those experiences look at the emotion and say, okay, I was feeling extreme anger. Why was I feeling extreme anger? Mm-hmm. And then what did I do with it? Mm-hmm. Or I, you know, when, when something happened, uh, and I was feeling like I was walking on air. It was so great. Why was I feeling that? What did I do with that too? So mm-hmm. to go back and look at these emotions that you're feeling in the past, I think is a lot of times more important in, in the moment. I would also recommend, once again, I think it would be a good exercise to chronicle it, mm-hmm. you know, get it down on paper uh, and have it someplace uh, where you go back to it frequently. Mm-hmm. It, it would help. So how about recognize patterns? Oh, we, we've kind of touched on it. Once again, recognizing patterns is understanding that when this happens to me, this is how um, I respond and is that response getting me what I desire? Is it getting me to the place where I want to be? So um, somebody makes me angry, and my response is, I'm going to get angry back and start an argument or whatever. Is that getting me to where I really want to be? You know, I may win the argument, but is that what I really want out of this? Do I want to damage the relationship I have with that person, or do I want to strengthen it and make it better? So when um, you have enough history to review to be able to see a pattern, Mm -hmm. what do you say to the person that says, "Ah, I I hear you, but I just when they do this, I feel like I have to. You, you see where I'm going? 
Well, we have this little thing that we call a six-second pause, mm. <laughs> which I know we've, we've actually paused for six seconds, you know, and I think one or two are a podcast, but you know, use that. Yeah. And then there's some science around that too. Right? Very much science. It's it's just not your grandma yeah. telling you to count to ten. It's it's yeah. scientifically proven. So I think there's also another thing there too. If you are someone that's blowing past the uh the flashing red lights, and I'm speaking from experience, Jeff, I am one of those people that have an, have an area that I've been working on really hard <laughs> to um to uh, shake um, the pattern. I think you have to you have to be willing. Again, I'll come back to the curiosity and reflection. You have to be able to go and go. Okay, so why is it that I know it's a pattern, mm-hmm. but I continue to blow past the the, the red, flashing red lights? Why am I doing that? If you can do it with curiosity, mm-hmm. which to me is kind of like, hey, I'm going to go to another area of the room and look at things differently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for feedback from someone who I haven't or wouldn't normally ask for this kind of <laughs> feedback. Um, because I don't think until you can get to the root of it, <laughs> you know, it's almost like that aha moment, you know, when you kind of go, oh. You know, sometimes it's as simple as instead of asking for feedback, you go to another part of the room and you look back and you go, well, I was an ass. Why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, and and le- legitimately, um, because I, you know, I know for myself and others, I'm sure would can uh, can relate. You know, we're not living in a society that really embraces um, wounds, failures, um, failed attempts, what have mm-hmm. you. I mean, we're so fixated on winning. We're so fixated on acquiring. We're so fixated in being okay. So when we get in an area where it's, I mean, legitimately clear that you are not living up to the standard in which you have aspired to, Mm -hmm. if I can say it that way, um, it can be really hard to go, well, here's where I'm deficient. This mm-hmm. is, this is where I am. I am not able to get to where I need to go. I am not, um, I need to put in different type of, I have, I have a problem. Um, that requires a bit of courage in the, in, in the current society mm-hmm. to do. You know, I want to, in the business world, we have things like, P&Ls and balance sheets, which are basically you're looking at the past to see how well you did. Uh huh. And I think we need to figure out what our profit and loss statement is. That's a great one. To uh, to look at these things. Yeah. Did I profit from it or did I lose from it? Yeah. Yeah. And this really connects to the the last one, self empathy. Because mm-hmm. I think you got to be able to look at that profit and loss and not rush into uh, focusing only on when there was a loss and how could you have lost and what what were you thinking? How could you do that? Don't you understand? I mean, you you know how the that that mm-hmm. flow can go. So talk a little bit about um, the self empathy side of it. Well, 
to most people that I talk to in whatever situation and we start talking about empathy, the concept of self-empathy is usually something people have never considered. I don't know if you've run into that when, when you've been doing debriefs and things with people. Oh, yeah. That they don't ever look at that. And I think it's actually more important for self-empathy than it is for other people. Mm-hmm. Because for you to be able to function, you need to get past these things that are holding you back, things that have that are just causing damage. So, you know, look at yourself and give yourself a break. You know, you you are human. And by the way, Jeff, our body does store this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I think I think our ability, which is really kind of ironic, our ability to push through and grind through things. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, I'm going to use the uh, the exercise analogy. It's kind of like when you're lifting weights and you're doing, let's say it's eight or ten reps, and on the third rep, you can feel your back, something happened. Mm-hmm. But you're in that mindset, I got to finish these reps. <laughs> Fortunately, there are a lot of trainers out there now that would say you need to learn, you need to practice the art of listening to your body. You need to stop. If mm-hmm. something happened where you could say, wait a minute, this this is not just a little ache, it's an actual, there's a sharpness to it. There's a, oh, something's, something's up. But I think about how we are, especially with work and, and things like that, where we will we'll just blow past in order to grind to that fictitious success thing, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, and I've heard this lately, I, 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 I think it's profound, you know, the idea about climbing a ladder and finding that the ladder is not positioned against anything. It's just flo- <laughs> flopping in the air. Or the wrong wall. Yeah, yeah, well said there too. Um, so the idea is, is that to be able to look at those things that maybe were losses and to be able to apply a level of self-empathy to, and it doesn't rob the person of accountability, right? No, no, no. So this idea is, okay, I can be accountable for, you know what, I, I maybe if I would have waited a little bit longer or, oh, you know, maybe if I would have reached out to, there's nothing wrong with identifying where you should have done something different for learning purposes. Mm-hmm. But once you've done that, um, you can cut yourself some slack. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got somebody that, that had abused you that's a user in mm-hmm. the past. Yep. You go back and look at that, and you now recognize what this person had done to you and, you know, think along the lines of, well, that's how they operate. They're good at it. They got me this time, but they're not going to get me the next time. And forgive yourself for that first time because you that's where you learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think it's healthy. I believe um, human beings are in the mistake business. Mm-hmm. And I know that makes some, some people just recoil <laughs> because I know for some the object of the game is how many – how few mistakes I can make at the end of the day. And and on the face of that, that sounds good, right? Because you go, well, I didn't make any mistakes, so things must have went well. 
I think we have to be careful with that as being the end game because, um, you know, he who goes to sleep at night with the fewest mistakes is not the winner. This is not, that's not what this is about. Because I would even argue, Jeff, if you're not making any mistakes, you're probably not really trying. You're probably <laughs> really not giving it your all. You you look at any any innovator, whether it's a person, whether it's a company, yeah, they can write out their their misadventures are probably ten times their successes. Yeah, and I think that's a good circling back to the original of of the episode. It, that's history is born out of how we our perspective about these things, mm-hmm. right? Because if you blow past your mistakes and failures because they embarrass you or you think that somehow they leave some kind of a mark on you that is, um, uh, you know, again, it's an embarrassing, uh, I guess I can't get the words what I'm trying to say here, but it, it's kind of that idea that it's going to leave a black mark on my history or on my, my resume. <laughs> but the reality is, at, at the end of the day, more often than not, our mistakes are where our greatest opportunity for learning is is found. Mm-hmm. It just really is. Yeah. So with that, everyone, we thank you for tuning in. We've enjoyed our time, and we look forward to the next time. Take care. Hi, everyone. This is Eric again. A couple of things as we've ended the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you're tuning in on a regular basis. We'd love it if you would give us a great review on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast. It's so appreciative and helps us as we try to get more exposure for the work we do and the episodes that we publish. And we're grateful to you as a listener. The second thing is just remember, our content is for educational purposes only. It's not intended by any stretch to diagnose or to treat anything that may be occurring in your life or anyone else's life that you may be connected to through the podcast. But once again, we appreciate you tuning in to the shows. And as always, we look forward to the next time that we're together. Take care.